This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by 98 degrees jeff timmons drew lachey justin jeffrey o-towns eric michael estrada all for ones jamie jones and mr ryan cabrera hey what's up listen you guys are all here thank you for doing this thank you for joining welcome welcome I mean, listen, you guys have been nominated for one every music award possible. You've sold over more than 80 million CDs and albums worldwide. Boy Band Christmas, like what drew you to this tour? How did you guys get involved? Tell me everything. Jeff? Drew? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, look, originally, you know, 98 Degrees in the past had had some pretty successful holiday tours. We were kind of planning on doing that again, you know, this year. And we had some some dates slated, the ones you're seeing on the calendar there. But unfortunately, Nick couldn't do it. He, you know, his wife's filming a big TV show. It's based out of Hawaii. He, he's a big family guy, so he had to be with his kids. And last year, we did a, a big holiday special that, you know, was sort of Eric's brainchild on ABC. And it was on Hulu. It was wildly popular. And we decided to kind of take a road version of that uh, out on tour. And, and we've been having a blast. I mean, tonight's opening night. The, you know, we've got the pregame jitters and all that stuff. But I think we're excited to give the fans a great show. The rumors are true. I am the new official fourth member of 98 Degrees. Nick, you're out. <laughs> he replaced him. We've been trying to do I'm that in. for a year. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, do you feel left out, Ryan? You know, you're with all these members of various boy bands. You've been a solo act. I mean, how does it feel to be part of the band? No, if anything, it's the exact opposite. I feel so included. 
I, I was just walking around. I snuck in backstage. Next thing I know, I'm part of a boy band Christmas. It's great. <laughs> how have like you, you guys are kicking it off tonight, December 2nd in Louisiana. I mean, how have rehearsals been going? Like, have there been any hijinks? Like who's, who's late for rehearsal? Like who's on time? Like how, how has rehearsal been? It's, it's been good. Honestly, rehearsals have been, I'll say they've been long because we've been burning that candle because, you know, we have a lot of information to fit in in a couple of days and all of us want to make sure we put on the best show possible. So like everybody's been really like, you know, putting in that work. Grinding. That's right. What about, you know, for everyone that has a ticket or, you know, they're going to go out and buy a ticket after listening to you guys on this podcast, like what can people expect from coming to the show? We're going to hear a lot of hits from, you know, all the different groups and, and artists here. And, you know, you're also going to hear a lot of Christmas uh, classic songs. Yeah. So there's going to be a whole lot of whole holiday spirit going on. Do you guys have like each of you or any of you, do you guys have like a favorite Christmas song? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. This Christmas is probably my favorite Christmas song. And and actually, we, we did one. Uh, we recorded an original song. Well, it's a. Oh, Holy Night, but we did our own arrangement of it. Jeff arranged it. We recorded it just for this tour. Um, it's out at radio right now. It just broke the top 20. Yeah. It's actually number 18 today. So no, I, I, I do an interview, I brag about it. So <laughs> but hopefully it won't fall off the charts. So next time it's like, oh, it's down to 25. No, it's, right, it's, it's 18 today. I got the update. So we're excited about that one. Wow. So that's like cli climbing the charts. But also at the same time, it's interesting because we're learning more about each other as we kind of get into this thing. Jamie has a single out as well which we're covering in the show. You yeah. want to talk about that one a yeah, little bit? Yeah, it's an old classic called Give Love on Christmas Day. It was originally made famous by Jackson 5. I think Smokey Robinson did it. And it's one of my favorite Christmas songs. But I'm not the only one who's got another single out. Who else in this room does? Yeah, me and Eric have our first duet. We have a, a Christmas song as well called Spend It With You. So uh, so I'm biased right now because I'm loving that too. Um and you know, as as a huge fan of Christmas, you know, Eric knows like I have a Christmas tree up year round in my house. Uh, to get to be a part of this show is like a dream come true for me because I love Christmas music. Uh, when actually, when I was on tour uh, with 90 Degrees in No Town and the My2K tour, some of these guys like Nick would come in or Drew would come in, and I would be uh, getting ready for the show. And if this was a summer tour, and I'd be listening to Michael Bublé's Christmas album, <laughs> and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "This is what gets me pumped." for shows <laughs> so before i even get on stage i'm listening to christmas music even in like june july and august so this is a this is a very very uh dream come true uh tour for me and getting to just watch as a fan is is very cool and then even just get to be a part of it and then get to do my own christmas song with eric is obviously very special as well. our first song our very first song ever do is we've been for six years yeah. we've never we've never it took it. christmas to bring us all together that's what it's about yes when you keep your Christmas tree up year round, Ryan, like, do you keep it decorated or do you like take the, you know, is it just a tree with like, does it have like Halloween decorations in October? Uh, do you, well, do you mix yeah, it up? So I have, we have three trees in our house, two stay up year round. And one, like the main big one that's decorated all crazy is only up for the, for the holidays. But, but the one upstairs is like a Patron Christmas tree. So it's a, uh, it's like the Patron lighted uh, Christmas tree. And then the one downstairs is like white with glitter. So that's like my wife's Christmas tree. So she's got the bottom one. Obviously, the Patron Christmas tree is mine. <laughs> I love it. Well, Jeff and Drew and Justin, like speaking of Christmas, I mean, you guys have worked with the queen of Christmas. Like, thank God I found you. What was it like working with Mariah? I mean, honestly, it's it was uh, probably everything that people can imagine. I mean, she is 
uh, a diva in the best way. She knows exactly what she wants. I mean, she wrote a great song there. Um, you know, we've we've worked with her on, on different things. The music video, she was always very accommodating to us. Um, you know, I, I think some people get reputations just because they're strong and they're opinionated and they know what they want. Um, but you have to respect somebody that that is that way. Um, you know, and, and especially in this industry, if you don't know what you want, you don't speak up for yourself and advocate for yourself. Somebody else is going to speak up for you and it might not be what you want. So, um, you know, working with the Queen of Christmas, she should trademark that. She tried. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what we got on our tour, though? We got the, the King, King of Christmas, Christmas right here. Eric Michael Estrada is just now deep. We deemed him the King of Christmas. You got to, you know, let Mariah know that you're the King of Christmas, Eric. I, I he did. He called her earlier. I'm working on the trademark. Yeah, and I'm she working on it. I'm working on got back to us yet. the Don King of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you guys like, when you have a minute in the in in this tour, just start to trademark everything, right? Everything. Yes. What do you guys? You know, you said you love Christmas. Who, who doesn't love Christmas? That's why I think this tour is such a great idea with all of you. What do you guys love most about Christmas? Like this time of year? Like, what do each of you love about it so much? I mean, nostalgia, family, you know, the same stuff that everybody loves about it, you know, especially in the whirlwind of the last few years with the COVID and everything yeah. like that. I mean, I think it just makes you appreciate all these holidays, even more the monotony of, of the way they come around every year. I mean, I think when you when you go through something like that, all of these holidays, especially Christmas, makes you more thankful for your family and your friends, your close friends. Food. <laughs> yeah. All the food. All the right? food. Food, all the food and then just time you know getting to spend time with people and having like a, a you know gratefulness and appreciation for it yeah i know for me like my kids are now college age and they're all in college so i'm looking forward to us all being back together in the same state in the same house even if i'm only going to get a chance to see them for maybe a day or two because we don't get home from this tour until christmas eve I know you guys are really on the road throughout all of December. I mean, yeah. speaking of which, Ryan, you know, you got married earlier this year. It hasn't even been a year. Are you missing your wife during this this month now that you're on the road? Uh, with I am, days? but she's gonna she's gonna make her appearances along the way. We're picking and choosing uh, when she can come out. I love she, it. Or she is, I think she's more excited than anybody about this. She loves she loves all of these cats. She can just sit there in the audience and watch. She'll be singing every single word. She'll, she'll know more the words better than all of us will. She is one of the <laughs> best. She's one of the best people to have in the crowd. Oh yeah. yeah. She's on the crowd. She gets so hyped and she goes wild. She, she becomes a wrestling fan of us. Yeah. Which is really, which is really cool. What what has been the best thing about this year of marriage, Ryan? I mean, you're coming up almost on a year. Oh, yeah. Just getting to spend time with your best friend. Really, and you know, we just love being around each other so much. So, you know, and making it work and uh, learning new things. And give it, give it time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody says, and you know, and that's obviously the truth. But you know, I'm just we're just enjoying being married. You know, because everybody has ours. Asks, so you have kids, you're doing this. We're like, we're enjoying being married, and uh, that's the you know priority right now. That's nice. You're you're in the honeymoon stage. Yep. Well, Jamie, speaking of marriage and love. I swear. I mean, it's really, truly one of, you know, it's on everyone's top list for just the most romantic, sexy love songs of all times. I mean, do you ever get tired of, you know, being associated with this brilliant song, singing the song? I mean, and how does it feel to just be like, I think, sex symbol? I, I think you're responsible. Yeah, you're, you're responsible probably for a lot of babies around the world. I mean, <laughs> the first thing I say to people is like, listen, hey, you're welcome. All right. Well, um, no, honestly, honestly, you know what? I've gotten to the point, and I think me and all the guys, 
we've gotten to the point where we've sung this song so much that it's second nature. And now when I sing it, I like to scan the crowd and watch the emotions on people start as soon as they hear the downbeat. And I, I think to myself, okay, why are you crying? Why are y'all all hugged up? Why are y'all dancing? And it just gives me that extra push to say, I'm going to sing this for y'all. Like, I'm going to sing the snot out of it for y'all. And I better see some tears. And I better see some kissing. And I, well, y'all better save that for the hotel room tonight. But uh, I want to see some stuff. You know what I'm saying? So now it's, I'm, I'm just at that point where I still love to sing the record because of the fact that people have become emotionally attached to it for one reason or another. You know, the holidays could be such a stressful time, especially for relationships, especially for new relationships. How many of you guys are meeting like your significant other's family for the first time this season? Oh my God, don't even get me started. Well, listen, I have help for you guys and it's called Paired. It's a relationship app for couples. It's perfect if you've been dating for years and years or you're just recently seeing someone. Here's how it works. You and your partner download the app, pair together, and Everyday Paired gives you questions and quizzes and games to have fun stay connected, and it really helps deepen your conversations. You can find out so much about your partner through Paired. It's simple, it's hilarious, and it's really addicting. I can't get off my Paired app. I spend way too many hours a day on this thing. So listen, whether you're just a few dates in or have been together a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash Velvet to get a seven-day free trial and 20% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to PAI red.com slash velvet to sign up today connect with your partner every day using paired a happier relationship starts here i like that well how do you guys feel i mean speaking of that you know this is like it's the, it's the boy band christmas tour you're singing christmas songs and hits how do you guys feel like you look at like certain artists like a madonna who says you know listen come out or don't come out i'm not singing the hits you know maybe now she is again exact opposite yeah. Yeah. no we want to give them we want to give the crowd what they want you know we want we what we want. I know exactly. that each one of us are fans of each other, and uh, the idea that we get to sing each other's hits is a gift for us. Yeah, I get to sing. I swear with Jamie. You know, like and I get to sing because I want it all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just one of those moments for us that you know we would not want to deprive the fans of the hits because we know how much that means to us. You know, so you know, it's we're feeling it on both sides of the stage. We just love our fans more than Madonna loves her fans. <laughs> <laughs> you put him on record. Go stir it up. Stir up your pot. Those are fighting words. And listen, I, I'm sure it's a lot of the same fans anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we, we, we'd, be, we'd be happy to have some of Madonna's fans. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. That's right. yeah we're, we're lucky. And if you can't tell, everybody, you know, cer certainly has an enormous amount of gratitude for the opportunity we have. We're thankful to be with each other and, and to be able to do something like this. It's a special moment for us as well. And, you know, we're not, it's not lip service. We really are relishing in the moment and, and super excited about this opportunity. So do you guys have a particular favorite song of each other's, any of you? I mean, we have so much represented here, such a catalog. Well, we are definitely singing. All of them, yeah. We're, we're singing yeah. all of them, yeah. Yeah, I think, I, think we cover, I think we cover all of those songs. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, I mean, speaking of, you know, Ryan getting married, he had his wedding earlier this year. Eric, I know that you have been, you know, you've been with O-Town, you know, with the other members, and you guys have been touring. The number one question I got for you when I told people that I was sitting down with you is, you know, do you think, I know you guys all came together at 
at Ryan's wedding. Like, do you think like you guys would ever, you know, tour, record with Ashley again? I mean, I know you guys came together at the wedding. Then there were certain podcasts and certain things were sent. This is, I don't think it's shocking that this is the number one question that people want to know while I have you here in front of me. Yeah, it's not shocking. I mean, we actually have been asked that a bunch. Um, you know, I, we work really hard, the guys, myself, uh, to build O-Town, you know, the last eight years from obscurity. And uh, it's a very different O-Town now. There's four of us and um, it's a very different iteration. And so I, I think um, I don't know how interested he is in doing it, but for us, um, we know that we like what we built and where we're at, where, where we are now. And uh, I hate to disappoint fans. Um, I'm not saying that that could never happen. Maybe like a one-off show to sort of give the fans something. Um, but uh, touring again, that doesn't seem likely, unfortunately, no. That makes sense. And I mean, right, he's involved in fitness and all this other stuff. So maybe a one-off show. Yeah, I mean, I would never turn down the opportunity. It's not about me anymore. And I, that's sort of the that's sort of what I've learned over the last few years. Like the idea that I get to go and tour still at this age is not about me. It's really about the fans and what we can give them and that nostalgia and that feeling of when times were a lot simpler. And that's sort of hopefully what we're doing with this is bringing people back to that, to that time where things were a lot more innocent and you just wanted to get home and watch TRL. And like that feeling is, is, um, is something that I, I, and now is is the main focus of what I do and and the ability to do that if he, if he wanted to do it at some point I would never turn down the opportunity but it's not the primary focus that makes a lot of sense and speaking of TRL those were the days I mean do you guys miss anything about 90s fashion would you bring spe- something specifically back if you could regarding- I, I you know Drew was talking about this the other day we were you know we were the king of baggy we had terrible fashion but we were the king of baggy terribly I mean awesome. we we're terribly amazing <laughs> No, we had like these really, really baggy pants, all, all of the Tommy Hilfiger oversized shirts. Some of that stuff, you know, after we've been in skinny jeans and, and you know, trying to stay super fit so we can fit in these jeans, I think we welcome some of the baggier, more roomy clothes yeah. back. Cross colors. <laughs> That's good, too. Well, yeah. speak, speaking about nostalgia, I mean, do you guys, like, what do you notice? Like, you were mentioning, Jamie, you look around, you guys notice the fans, you were mentioning fans, Eric, like, is there, do the fans seem the same? Like, are they getting older with you? Are you seeing, like, a whole new group of, like, people bringing their kids? Like, what are the fans like at this year show? I mean, it's, it's a great mix, and I think, you know, concerts like this are, and, and tours like this are a, a great avenue to bring people that you know might have been more all for one fans or might have been more o-town fans or ryan fans you bring them in you're able to expose them to everybody else so it's a great way for us to expand our fan base but you know our diehard fans are coming back and of course they have they have matured along with us um and yeah they bring their kids they bring their families they make you know girls nights out of it um they bring their husbands now because the guys aren't quite as embarrassed to say that they're fans of of you know, boy bands as they were when they were 15 years old. Um, you know, so I think it's it's a great mix of of audience members from everywhere. It's actually, I think it's a little bit more gratifying, to be honest. Like the first time I, you know, we were touring, I was singing to a bunch of 12 and 15 year olds, <laughs> you know, and I was in my 20s. So there was like, a, there was a very, there was like a, a disparity there. Now they're older and now we can connect with them and they're, you know, they're adults and they have real life experiences. And these songs now have now translated and now apply to those experiences. And the same for us, like when I sang all or nothing, I had never gone through anything like that. And 
I definitely have since then. And, and so the idea of just connecting a little bit more uh, this time of my career, and I don't know if the guys can would agree, I just feel far more connected with the fans this time around than the first time. I think what Eric's trying to say is now he can sing Liquid Dreams with his eyes open. <laughs> Yes, I, and now you can add every six seconds back in. Yeah. <laughs> that that makes a lot of sense too. Uh, <laughs> what about are you guys? Does anyone have any plans to do any new music? I know you have some stuff on the charts now, like you know, like as a either you know as a band or solo. Ryan, like I know Jamie, you're on your own, but you guys tour together too. Like, is there any new music well, you guys are working on? Well, for us, for all for one, um, next year's our thirtieth anniversary. Um, same for original guys, you know, we started together in late 93. So we've been working on some new music to release next year that we're super excited about. And I'm also releasing some solo stuff that I'm excited about that I've been working on for about 10 years now, but I always put it on the back burner to get everything else done. So definitely a lot of music coming from our way. What about y'all? No, same. So I just put out my first single in like eight years, uh, which was our, me and Lexi's wedding song that I wrote for her. So that was exciting just to put out something, you know, that meant, you know, something to me and where I am at, uh, at this point in my life. And uh, I've been sitting on some music for a little bit now that I've been waiting to put out. So 2023 will be the year. Yeah, same 98 degrees. We were working on some new stuff and looking forward to, you know, putting out some new music as well. I love it. I don't have anything. I just want to go and dance with the stars so I can get like that trophy. <laughs> I want that trophy. That mirror ball. I, I, me. I know some people. I know some people. Hey, you might see me on there with you, bro. Let's go. Yeah. Did you win? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. He's the he, he has the mirror ball. I was good at busy watch Bastard Paradise. I don't know. <laughs> you guys would all be good on Dancing with the Stars, right? Drew can give you no, some pointers. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I wouldn't be, but I try. I try real hard. It'd be something. Or, or trophy. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good something or a bad something, but it'd be something. Yeah. Do you take that trophy, Drew, and just rub it in Nick's face every day? No, I mean every time he just looks at me, he knows he's inferior. So it, I don't, I don't need to. I don't need a trophy for that. I don't need that. I mean, it's just, it, it's just me living as a constant reminder of his his shortcomings. So um, yeah, it's it's fine. I don't, I don't need that trophy. But he has the mass singer trophy, so you know, I guess there's, there's always a that. Trophy. I mean, have he he was stuck in a pig costume? That doesn't even compare. Sequence and a dance belt versus a pig costume. I mean, it does. It's you know. I win again. Check like always. <laughs> do you have any plans? Like, are you going to spend? Do you spend the holidays with Nick and Vanessa? Um, well, I mean, they're they're uh, not they're not right down the road anymore. Um, right. You know, so it, it's a uh, a little bit of a trek to get out there. But we we try and get together every every chance we get. Um, but Hawaii to Ohio is there aren't aren't, aren't a lot of direct flights. Um, you know, he's got he's still got little kids, so. It makes it a little more challenging, but we we get together every time we can. Are you guys missing Nick? Ninety eight degrees. I mean, d- d- does it oh, feel different? I mean, look, I have mean, you met him? <laughs> we do. We do. No, we're not missing. You know, yes. we would have loved to have had. We we enjoy the camaraderie. We're like brothers. I mean, I know that Drew and Nick are brothers, obviously, but it, it, you know the things that you go through as a group, the ups and downs, is is a very unique, it's a unique fraternity that we share among all of us here, but especially when you're in the actual group. So we absolutely are missing him on this tour, for sure. What are you guys going to do? You mentioned like this ends, you know, you're on the road for the whole month. It ends on the 23rd, just in time for Christmas and for, you know, New Year's and Christmas Eve. Like, what are your guys' plans for the holidays? 
Oh man, catching a plane, yeah, trying to get home. Plane. Yeah, and moms. I know. I know. For me, it's just we gotta have a couple days to just chill, and then um, we have a, some New Year's Eve stuff. So it's like just a couple days at home, and then right back out at it. Yeah, same here. Fly back. I'm there for two days before I fly back out. I'm gonna meet up with this guy and in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for a New Year's show, and and then um, then we're back on the road. January uh, Pop 2000 goes back out, and O Town's back out there. So. We'll be touring the rest of the the rest of the year too, so it doesn't stop, and, and we're not trying to have it stop. You know, yeah. just keep the ball rolling. Like you said, like to still be able to tour and make music after all these years, right? Is what a yeah. blessing. It's a huge blessing, absolutely. How how do you guys? I mean, you guys have so many years of experience between all of you. How do you think the business, just the music business, has changed? Like, where are we in twenty twenty two? I mean, it's, there's ups and downs. It's not an easy business. You're all still left standing. It's never been easy, but I think some of the some of the general sort of uh, elements stay the same. You gotta work. You gotta continue to work hard. Yeah. You gotta continue to engage your fans, and you gotta continue to make good music, right? I mean, those are the three constants, right? The the way you can deliver music, the way you can get it out there, disseminate the music, promote the music. There are exponentially more ways to do that, and 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 uh, to that point there there is a lot more competition as well but for us it's the, the, those same factors still still apply work hard get out there promote make good stuff and i, I think that, that those things will always be the same no matter how much uh things change and how much they evolve i also think like getting up and doing shows is a huge deal yeah like i i feel like a lot of young artists they don't appreciate the value of be of the grind um and it is a grind there's nothing like there's a mirror here with a bunch of lights around it, but there are really unglamorous moments of what we do, but we're all willing to do it because for that hour and a half that we have on stage and the joy that we bring to people, it's, it's worth us getting up and doing it. And uh, I just encourage young people to just connect with their fans, do more live shows, get out there, perform, you know, do the work. And, you know, maybe when you're in your 40s and you approach your 50, you can still be doing this. Yeah, and then I'll add, I'll, oh, I add to that. <laughs> you know, I tell a lot of the young artists that I get a chance to work with that, you know, you guys have tools we never had. You have YouTube and you can get on and do that. But the problem is a lot of kids only do that and they don't really perfect their craft, as Eric was saying, actually get out in front of people and learn how to sing with people looking at you in your eyeballs. And a lot of these kids, you know, they finally get on and their first show, you know, they they don't know what to do. It's a deer in headlights because they've only sung to their phone and not to actual people. So I told all the young kids, like, listen, back in the day, we didn't have YouTube. I got to run to Sasha. They need me on stage. Keep Go going. ahead, brother. We didn't have Thank YouTube. You. So Nice talking to you. you. You had to actually get out there and work it, whether it was a coffee shop, uh, uh, whether it was, I never even knew what a bar mitzvah was, and I was singing at them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was singing anywhere I could sing at so that hopefully, A, somebody would discover me but b hopefully i could get better tis the season we are in the thick of it guys are you guys having fun this holiday season well i am because everyone's getting a gift from lululemon i mean lululemon's really the only brand that i wear their abc slim fit pant for men oh my god it's not just that they're so comfortable and they move so freely they're so versatile you could wear them to work out you can wear them to like a fancy event a business meeting and you know what all the women in my life are getting lululemon all these housewives that we talk about 
all day. You guys know I'm friends with a lot of them. They're all getting Lululemon. Now, listen, I'm not going to get them workout pants or or anything like that because I can't be guessing everyone's size. I can make a lot of faux pas that way, right? But Lululemon has so many great accessories. So all these housewives, I'm going to choose between the women's socks, yoga mats, water bottles, scarves, keychains, gloves, mittens, hair accessories, bags, belt bags. Should I keep going? It's a one-stop shop for your holiday shopping, lululemon.com. So for everyone in your life this holiday season, just go to lululemon.com. You'll be shocked at how much variety there is. And they have great deals too. Enjoy, have a great holiday, lululemon.com. Do you guys know that the holidays are the busiest and most stressful time of the year? Well, this year, I'm calm and cool and collected thanks to Talkspace. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry right from the comfort of my phone. I can reach out to my provider anytime, anywhere. And let's face it, there's a lot of family involved during the holiday season. Well, listen, talk with Talkspace, I'm able to talk out all of my family issues. There's no more need to commute to appointments and miss time at work and line up and wait. It's right from the comfort of your own home or phone from wherever you are. It's mental health care made easy. You just easily sign up online and you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you. And you don't have to wait for that. That usually happens within 48 hours. As a listener behind the velvet rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to get a hundred dollars off your first month that's right talkspace.com slash velvet to that point what like new young kids that are up and coming now or even like you know the harry styles like the people that are kind of you know in their 20s maybe early 30s like who do you guys like and think have a lot of bruno mars is great certainly you know love him he's got a really classic vibe yeah. great entertainer yeah yeah you know he's he you know for us all being r&b influenced we really like him i mean yeah. the weekend's got some cool stuff he sort of has a little michael jackson edge to him you know style yeah, styles is killing honestly harry styles uh you know coming from a boy band and to be able to do what he's doing and to have the following that he has and you know selling out consecutive dates and and he's another one to the point that i was trying to make he 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 he's out there. He's out there performing for his for his for his people, and I, I have so I have an enormous amount of respect for that individual. And then the ability to go into and, and act has always been something that was very close to me. And the idea that he's able to do that on such a, a big level, also, um, yeah, I have a lot of respect for Harry. Styles. Yeah, and for me too, also um, Ed Sheeran. You know, I am um, my kids always really loved Ed, and I love him as a songwriter. But um, maybe a year and a half ago, we were all in South Africa. And we were performing there and we heard that he was coming. And so, you know, we made some phone calls and got a chance to go to the show. And this cat, I mean, is in a stadium, y'all. Sold out for three nights in a row. And it's just him and a loop machine and his guitar. It's so cool. That's yeah. the way he does it. Yes. It's and so awesome. I was, I was really, like, blown away, you know, by, A, guys hits. Um, he was very gracious when I got a chance to meet him. And I love to meet people who are, are good people you know, behind the scenes. And so, you know, so I, I root for him and a lot of, you know, these young cats. They say don't meet your yeah. heroes, but it's always awesome when you do meet someone in, yeah. the, in the business and they're good and they person. don't let you down. Yeah. You know. Who are your guys' heroes? Like, who do you, you know, if you could record a duet with anyone living or dead, like, who, who would it be? Like, who do you guys kind of look up to in the business? Well, we were fortunate to get to work with Stevie Wonder, who is one of our heroes. And, and uh, you know, he couldn't have been cooler. I mean, it was just everything you would imagine 
how Stevie Wonder would be. He was all that and more. That's awesome. Yeah, same here. I got a chance to produce a song with Stevie, and I got a chance to spend like two weeks at his studio with him every day, just like talking and playing music for each other and him giving me advice. But I've patterned a lot of who I am after him. And of course, for me, if I could, Donnie Hathaway and Prince would be, you know, right there. Yeah, I kind of agree. Those are good That's ones. Great. Yeah, Michael Jackson, Boys to Men, yeah. Brian McKnight, yeah. you know, Joe, we got to collaborate with Joe, big fan of his. He's an underrated, you know, singer, amazing yeah. singer. You know, all those really great vocalists that, that inspired us, Blackstreet, Teddy Riley. I mean, the, the list is long, you know, and then classic rock groups, Journey, you know, oh, yeah. all those, you know, Corner. Queen. Yeah, I love Queen. Queen. I would have loved to sing with Whitney. Uh, I think I think she's just incredible, and even like, and she's timeless. I, I you know, I want to dance with somebody is my favorite song of the '80s. So uh, the idea that to be able to sing with her that would have been that would have been great. Wow! Do you guys get starstruck? Like you mentioned, you know, Stevie Wonder. You work with Stevie Wonder. Like, have you ever met someone, uh, any of you, where you're just totally starstruck, whether it's music okay. or sports oh, yeah. or yeah. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I one of my most embarrassing moments is when we met Harrison Ford. Um, you know, you're dead. You know, was, was it Regis and Kathy Lee at that point? Yeah. And uh, you know, he was on the show the next day. He was pre-taping. We just performed and walked out, and we were walking up to. I mean, it's Han Solo and Indiana Jones. I mean, it's like some of the most iconic roles of my of childhood. Yeah. And I didn't want to seem like just like some common fan, so I just walk up to him and I I say. American Graffiti. He just looked at it. That was it. That was, that was the first movie he was in. He basically had like three lines. It was like, but I wanted to show that I was like a true fan. <laughs> I don't know this movie. You really nailed that. And here's the like, American Graffiti asshole. And I was just like, I, I am still, my heart hurts thinking about it. <laughs> Oh, Han Solo was so disappointed in my in my response. Well, look, I, I, I mean, we we all have these stories, but Jerry Rice is a legendary football player, and I fell off a riser trying to shake his hand. So that was well, pretty embarrassing. Well, as well. well, I got one for y'all. So, if you know me, you know I am the biggest Prince fan you'll ever meet, right? And I think it was the American Music Awards, and I don't I don't know if y'all remember. They said, "Hey, it's the tenth anniversary, whatever it was, of We Are the World." And Prince said, well, I won't sing, but I'll stand up there. And he stand up there with a lollipop. Well, if you look two rows behind him, I'm staring at him like, <laughs> and then I forgot to sing because I was too busy looking at him. And then I started singing again because like, oh, I probably look like a stalker on TV, but I was about to tackle him. <laughs> yeah, I I was at Michael's, Michael's uh, final performance in New York, and I got a chance to meet him at the Tavern on the Green. Wow. And that was, that was really one of them. And oh man. All right, sorry. Um, I just remember like the moment for a second, and he had just been. He was talking to Aaron Carter actually at the time when I actually ended up meeting him. And so I'm sorry, but I ended up inter- interrupting their conversation, and he ended up coming and telling me that he loved what I was doing and he loved the show and wow. obviously making the band. And it was one of those moments that. You, they're they're so surreal that they sort of like they're almost too big to sort of uh sort of identify like there it was just such a uh, it was this moment that you never thought would happen and then it happens and then you're identified as well I would never consider myself a peer but someone that he knew of and that was that was 
that was a moment for me. And then obviously it just kind of went to a whole different place because we just lost Aaron Carter. And I just remember he was talking to Aaron right, right as I interrupted him and, and we met. But wow. I mean, that was that was a moment for sure. Wow. And Michael Jackson knew what making the band was? Yeah, Michael Jackson knew what we were doing. And I don't know, maybe the publicist uh-huh. told him like, this is like from that show or whatever, but he knew of me and, you know, was very gracious and said, I love what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Wow. It was at, it was at the height of our, of our career, obviously. I think All or Nothing just came out. Wow. Well, I know, you know, we did just lose Aaron Carter. I know Ryan, I was going to talk to Ryan about this, but I know you're involved and this is going to air after it's announced. I know it's being announced next, next week, like Angel Conrad, his sister and Lance Bass, they're holding a benefit January in January. Talk to me about that. Cause I think you're going to be a part of that, right? I will be there. Yeah, I will be there. Um, you know, I've known Aaron for, I knew Aaron for a long time. Uh, we were, we were from Florida, you know, uh, part of Transcon um, management company, uh, known since he was a kid. Um, you know, he toured with Pop 2000, the first inception of Pop 2000. He was with us and he was an enormous talent, uh, incredible, incredible talent. Like, uh, I remember, I remember seeing him for the first time that first, first couple of shows and I was blown away at like how talented he actually really was. I think I sort of underestimated his talent. And, but he had demons and he had issues that he was dealing with um, and from maybe some trauma and obviously um, some mental illness. And uh, when you when you meet someone like that and him and I, we grew close, but then there were moments where you felt really distant from him. And those those were sad because I would, I remember having a conversation with him in a bathroom stall and I was telling him it, there, there have been some tweets going out and I, I was just talking to him and I'm like, dude, like your talent is so much better than the tweets that you're putting out. And I just want people to appreciate you for your talent and not these tweets. And I could just see like the distance in his eyes. I wasn't really talking to the same guy that I had been talking to the week prior, you know, when we were at a couple of shows uh, before. And that sort of disconnect uh it's sad because like you you feel like you're growing you're growing closer but then there are these moments of, of that, that are just distant and there's no answer to it like there's no nothing i can do other than just be supportive and and um i'm sad that he's gone i'm sad that um you know uh we never found a, a resolution and and you know, I'm sad for the Carters. I'm sad for Nick. I'm sad for Angel. And so, for the the idea that I get a chance to be a part of that benefit, you know, I'm I'm honored, and uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do anything that I can to help bring awareness to mental illness because, you know, I we've all experienced, I'm sure, along the way, someone with mental illness, and um, we just got to be there for those people and bring more awareness to it. And it's January 18th that that is, and I know a lot of other boy bands are going to be involved. How is Nick Carter? Like, have you spoken to him or Angel? I mean, how are they? I, I haven't spoken to Nick. Nick was in Europe for a while. And then obviously we got started here. Him and I have not spoken. Um, I I kind of stayed away from from reaching out at that so soon, so quick, because I was just felt like he needed his time. And uh, to be honest with you, everyone deals with, with loss differently. And I was dealing with it my own, my own way. Yeah, I didn't even... The sad part is with with Aaron, it had been he he had been gone for quite some time, right? Like even though he was still here, like he wasn't, and he had distanced himself from everyone. 
Um, and he made it very clear that he didn't want anything to do with a lot of people who really cared about him. And so um, I just kind of let Nick grieve and, and um, I'll probably end up talking to him at some point um, over the holidays. And uh, obviously we're going to be together in January. So. I, I agree. And you're right. The talent was great. Even I actually had the chance to see him on the last tour for the last album, Love, and even the the latest stuff was great. So it I was. think it's it's a great benefit. It well, was. Lightening up the mood. I mean, Ryan must have known that I was going to bring this up because I guess he just didn't want to talk about it. And that's why he left. But you've all been, I mean, Jamie, maybe less so, but you've all been involved in so many different reality shows. We mentioned, Drew, you know, you won dancing with the stars are there any reality shows that you guys have been involved in that you would maybe rather not be known for would like to take back i mean really you've got a lot between all of you well reality for me um i wouldn't be here without a reality show so um i have feel i have different feelings for it um it was sort of um um the beginning of it the beginning the figuring out of the reality show, the soft script had not really developed, which I think that's so much more part of reality TV now. Um, uh, we came from the Bean and Murray world where it was like more docu-series. And then as the show progressed and it became a little bit more of an uncontrolled environment, we had to sort of figure out ways to sort of create more content because just, we just needed to get it. But um I'm very grateful for the idea of being able to be on a reality show. And to be honest, I think I grew enormously from having been on one because you, you get to see yourself back and you get to see how your behavior affects others around you. And I think for, you know, when you're a young egocentric artist in, you know, with hormones, you're not thinking about that and the ability to be able to see that, um, that was that was enormously beneficial for me. Yeah, I, I think for for everybody, you you live and you learn. You know, you know every every opportunity, you just got to take what you can from it. The ones I was a part of were fun. Um, they were entertaining. Um, hopefully, people enjoyed them. I mean, oh, we did. I mean, how many how many times are you going to be on a show where twenty million people are tuning in live to watch what you're doing? I mean, so it's a uh, it's it's a reality TV is. It's here. Clearly, it's here to stay. It's changing. It's ever evolving. It's um, it's going to take on different forms. But um, you know, I think every opportunity you go through in life, you you learn from it, and you you take those lessons and you move forward. Do you watch Love Is Blind? Do you, do you support Nick and Vanessa? <laughs> yeah, we we, we support them in in everything that that they can do. Um, I, I'd be lying if I said that I've seen every single episode of of The Ultimatum or Love Is Blind because there's multiple multiple seasons of it now and um but yeah i mean of course we're we're, we're always going to be supportive of our brother and and uh you know be there to be there to support him and have his back i gotta be honest my i have a huge like a, a very huge like uh guilty pleasure if you will i'm obsessed with cooking reality shows i watch at every cooking reality show that is on television or netflix um and it's to bring it back to the holidays, it's one of the things that me and my mom, when we get together back for the holidays, we can sit and watch. Because I won't necessarily sit and watch a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, you're missing out, man. I know, I know. I, hear, I heard it from her a lot. But I definitely love to sit and watch all of the cooking shows, the reality cooking shows. I love them so much. Those are good as well, you know. And if Ryan was here, we could have talked about The Hills for a second, but we can move on from that. <laughs> 
here you guys are uh, bringing it back to the holidays on the boy band Christmas tour, you know, who, you know, we have so many people, you know, from other boy bands. Like if you guys were, if someone was to say, you know, let's throw someone else in the mix, who who would you guys love to see on the next incarnation of this tour? Justin Timberlake. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we've, we've had so much interaction as, as groups over the years that, you know, we're, we're friends with pretty much every member of every group. So um, I mean, you could be like, all right, we'll take Fatone. Oh, we'll take, you know, we'll take Wanye. I mean, we'll take, all right, we'll take Howie. We'll or take Alias or, yeah. or, or Jacob. Or, I mean, we're, we're friends with all, all those guys. I mean, we love them all. Every one of these guys, uh, they all have tremendous amount of talent. We have so much respect for, for everybody. And uh, we're fans as well. So any of those guys, anytime we can do anything as a collaboration, it's a joy for all of us. What about any of, you know, maybe next year when we do this tour again, what about any of your female counterparts? I mean, I don't know if Beyonce is free, but, you know, we have Destiny <laughs> Child and Spice Girls, and we've got a lot of options here. Would you like to, who, who would you like to see on this out of the one? We had Melanie C on the Very Boy Band Holiday on ABC last year. If she would want to come on tour and do some songs with us, I don't think we would turn that down. Yeah, I think that's the great thing about this model is that, you know, it's not about one person. It's about kind of a, a feeling and a vibe and bringing the holidays. It's not, you know, any one of us can be, you know, oh, we, we can't do it next year. We, we, you know, we'll make a show that, that, you know, brings the same feeling and vibe to the, to the fans and that people will enjoy. But um, yeah, it can constantly evolve and change and grow and uh, become whatever it needs to be for every year. Yeah. Christmas about bringing people together is, we have the boy band moniker on top, but like, it's really about bringing people in. I mean, Ryan's on our boy band, but we love having him and, and he's brought a different energy and he's going to be playing guitar to songs that you're not going to expect him to be playing guitar to. And so just bringing more people in, it'd be, it'd be awesome. You do have the boy band moniker on the top and I love the boy band moniker. Was there ever a time like in your career, like you said, you guys started somewhere now you're here. It's nostalgia. We're revisiting it. Did you like certain, I've spoken to certain boy band members that, you know, kind of poo pooed the, the moniker. Like we don't want to be known as a boy band. Did you guys ever go through that? How do you feel about that? Oh, we, we did because, you know, when all for one came out, we were just called an R and B group or a pop R and B group. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't really called boy band sin. And so then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, in the boy band, all born with our boy band, we're men, we're a man band, you know? But, um, but now it's like, I don't really care. Listen, you can call me whatever you want to, as long as you call me. Let's tour. Let's make music. Right. Just call me. Well, yeah. this, yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just happy that I was, in something right like like you're we're part of something we're part of something that means a lot to a lot of people so the idea of being a part of a boy band um if it makes people happy then i'm, I'm all for it well the ticket sales are so great so i think this is going to be a tradition every year do you guys have like what are your holiday traditions like whether it's you know just the simple things like does anyone have like a specific holiday tradition that they always do with their family um well i know for me i so my kids are all i have all boys and we're a huge like sports family. So usually Christmas is, you know, the NBA, there's a whole bunch of games on. So, you know, while the food's being cooked after we've, uh, and our other tradition is we, we come down in the morning since my kids are young, we open up the Bible and we talk about the real meaning of Christmas before we do presents, do presents, watch NBA. That's a good tradition. Yeah. And as we kind of wrap up, like, what do you want people to take away that, again, either have tickets or are coming to see this? Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want to tell people that are coming to see this great tour? I mean, I think ultimately what, what we're trying to do is 
you know, get people in the holiday spirit, have fun. I mean, we're having a great time putting this together and, and making this tour and, and performing together. So we just want to continue that vibe that we have on stage together out to the audience, to the fans, give them uh, a great way to send them into the holiday season. And, and, you know, ultimately what it's about is spending time with each other and, and spending time with your family and loved ones. And, you know, if people are coming to see our show together and, you know, bringing their girlfriends or, you know, their wives or mothers or whatever, that's, that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Well, again, I mean, thank you guys for taking your time. Everyone needs to come see this. Hopefully you'll have a busy December and have a great holiday and great New Year's with each of your families. Uh, thanks thanks for having me. Happy holidays. Anytime. Come back anytime. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.